podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This fan base is amazing. The city of Cincinnati is amazing, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Desmond fakes a handoff, runs for the right. He's got all sorts of room to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Bearcats! 25, for the middle of the field at the 35, and he is gone! Trey Tucker will take it 98 yards to the house. Ball poked away by DeJulius. Diving on the floor to grab it is Oguama. Bounces it for Lockett. Fires ahead to Adams Woods. DeJulius for three. Good! Cincinnati has scored 17 straight. A one-handed catch. Hands it off to Marcus Jones. He has tackled it to 34. And it is over. Zero losses, zero doubts. Opportunity seized as the Bearcats send a message to the college football world. Did you see that? Hello, listeners, new and old. Welcome back to your favorite Bearcats podcast, Viva the Cats. I am your host, Justin Hiles, accompanied by my great friend, Steve Maurer, and we are here to bring you the very best of the Bearcats every once in a while uh, throughout the summer because uh, it's not August yet. <laughs> Make sure to check us out on Twitter at Viva the Cats Pod and follow us on Spotify, Apple Pods, or wherever you listen. And also make sure to check out at UC Uniforms for all the up-to-date uni tracker info from Steve. Steve, hit me. Justin, I'm backing away from the mic because I'm about to shout. <laughs> How about the Bearcats? Yes. How are we doing, everybody out there? <laughs> Welcome back to Viva the Cats. It's been fun. I'm ready. I'm excited. I just watched the Reds get blown out, but I'm not talking about the Reds today. I am talking about your Cincinnati Bearcats. Justin, it's been two calendar months. I checked two. Yeah. Th- 60 days since we last potted, but I wow. am back. I am ready to talk some <laughs> cats. Boy, let's go. Let's go. We've got a a decent amount of things on the uh, rundown here. Um, But first and foremost, uh, football. We are doing work, putting in the work. Oh, yeah. Luke Fickle uh, is proving to be the proverbial son of Christ himself. uh, The second coming, bringing all of the uh, beautiful, wonderful recruits in. It is fantastic to just see us climb this list every single year. And now we're like we're rock steady at the top. Like, I mean, it's UC is going to be hard to beat for times to come. I'm excited about it, man. It's such a good time to be involved with all that stuff and to not have our name sullied in any of like the NIL stuff. It's just like, yeah, they're good. They're getting good recruits because they're good. So let me read off the list for you. Currently the Bearcats rank number seven, Justin, they were as high as number three last week. Um, So, okay. So first up, uh, First uh, current first ranking right now on the 247 team composite uh, for football 2023. Number one, a tiny little Catholic school that we beat in South, uh, Northern Indiana, uh, Notre Dame. Uh, two, uh, a school out, from Sherman. our same state that did not make the college football playoff last year, Ohio yep. State. Yep. Uh, Clemson, Penn State, Georgia. I don't know any of those guys. So, no. uh, you know, Texas Tech uh, looks like they've got. 21 commits and they're only four points ahead of us so uh, we're coming for that ass next year texas tech (laughs) the bearcats are at seven right now just above northwestern uh usc and arkansas so a a little bit weird to be in that big class in that top 10 in all seriousness but it's cool man 
like it's such a cool thing to be involved in those big time powerhouses. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy too. Like you think of those names, like when you think of college football over the course of like the 2020s, you, I mean, most people are not going to put Cincinnati on that radar. Like we're still fresh in the mind for the greater majority of the country, but I mean, we're gunning for it, man. Like, and it's, it's crazy too, because like it shows time and again, like you look at against all these top schools, like we've just mentioned, Notre Dame, OSU, Georgia, Alabama, all these Clemson, all these guys who have been in the CFP multiple times, they've all taken their trips. It's nice to be compared to that and to be up against that because, you know, sitting at the top of these recruiting rankings, like you have to, it's, it's proven science. You're not going to make the CFP with these rankings, but you're going to be in that conversation every single year. And that's the coolest part is like, we know, like we're in that conversation now, and this is going to show that we should be in that conversation for a long time to come. And that's, and I think, what makes me feel really good about it. And you know? it's no longer a surprise if a guy yeah. is going to UC and it's just like, yep, they they got him, you know, and like the amount of DB commits we have. I'm not I'm, I haven't looked, but it seems like uh, I have my Twitter notifications on for Cincinnati football and for Justin Williams. And it seemed like over the past two weeks, every time the kid committed, it was either a D line or yeah. a cornerback commit. So like yeah. they're. There, it's definitely a no-fly zone in Nippert for the yeah, next no five kidding. ten years. So, well, and but, that's the that's the craziest thing too. Is like you think about it, we we have been rock steady in Nippert too. Like in thinking about like just you know, ultimately at home, like any anywhere you got to score. But I think home is the hardest place to score for an opponent. Anyway, sorry, on the road, it's hardest to score on the road. So when you're already at a disadvantage that way, already at a disadvantage with the crowd already tired from travel, whatever might you, it might be. Now you're going to bring in all this stout defense on top of it. I mean, I feel like we're going to be locking that place down for a long time to come. Granted, it's going to be tough. Uh, we'll skip ahead here a little bit to the Big 12. Uh, Big 12 official Bearcats. Um, so this will officially be our farewell tour um, in the American Athletic Conference as we will officially enter the Big 12 on July 1st, 2023. That is my birthday, July 1st. So next year, that is going to be a nice little present. I am looking forward to that. Uh, we are just about, you know, a week short of a year from that, you know, calendar year from that. So that'll be really cool um, just to see that happen. Um, I think the official number was something like 17 or 18 million uh, buyout for um, UCF, Houston, and UC. So um, that'll be nice. Um it was a lot better than what, like 45 million or some stupid number Resco threw out in the first time, uh, just trying to keep that fish on the line. But, um, you know, barring changes, we'll enter with Texas and Oklahoma still there for two overlap seasons. Um, and that that looks to be good. And I honestly like I think it makes sense for them because I think the Big 12 wanted to charge them a hell of a lot more to stay or to leave to go to the sec. And personally, I think both of those teams could use it to stay in the big 12 a little longer. Cause everybody knows they're going to get <laughs> waxed. They're going to go straight to like seven. Uh, the second they join the sec. Well, what's funny too, is that uh, when that news was announced and there, the exit fees thing was being announced there, apparently like Oklahoma, like the school just on its own, just does not have any money. And Texas, even though it prints money, it doesn't have the check that the big 12 wants to get yeah. out early. So they'll probably negotiate something and be out in 24, but yeah. that one overlap year, you know, both of those teams are going 
at Cincinnati, at yeah. BYU, at yeah. UCF, no and then just like whatever cross, like they'll send Texas to TCU just to piss them off. Or yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I think that would just be, it would just be a lot of fun to go to those games. I was, I was talking to my brother about it and I think we're going to a, a, whatever game that if, if there's a road game at Texas or Oklahoma, uh, yeah, any Texas or Oklahoma football game, we're going like we yeah. already have, like committed to it. So um, I think it's just going to be so cool to go to fan bases that actually care about the yeah. games. No kidding. Not have to play in any empty stadiums anymore. Like Justin, like this program is going to be on the rise still continuously. And maybe Kansas is the outlier because mm-hmm. obviously basketball is the more important thing there. They're building up the football program, but yeah. Um, Otherwise, like I think every place there is full. So yeah. I'm just curious, other than Texas and Oklahoma, because they won't be lasting long. Right. What road trip are you most interested in? Um, you know, this one I'm gonna throw this this one's gonna throw you for a loop. Are you are we talking specifically football on this? I'm just talking football, yeah. Okay. Uh, because if it was basketball, I would say Iowa State or Kansas. That's a good one. Two are no, rock. I mean, rowdy. Houses. I think Kansas is the clear winner. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Iowa State is a good yeah. second one. But football. Um, hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one. I would say. I don't know. I feel like I've always wanted to uh, watch like a TCU game or something in person. I feel like that would be interesting just to have that in the mix. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. Um, I mean, it's a far trip. <laughs> hey, well, it's Fort Worth, Dallas. Like, you can fly into DFW. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Like any of those places with major airport hubs, I think you're okay. Like, yeah, yeah I've, true. I've been looking up flights to Fayetteville just because I I'm I'm just curious. I, yeah. I don't think I'm really going to do it because it's a little bit pricey right now, just right. like every other flight. But I looked and like, there's only like budget airlines that fly into Fayetteville yeah. <laughs> or like you have to take like two different connections. So it's really not very feasible for me, you know but what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to change okay. my answer. I want to hear I don't, it. I'm not Give satisfied it with it. West Virginia. Come on. It's got to be. Oh, West Virginia. okay. All right. You know, that because be that's, that one is like a decade long coming. Like yeah. it's honestly like that's, we've been waiting so long for that game. I mean, I feel like first game, if there's anything that I'm going to drop money for to go out to that game, it's got to be that just because yeah. like it's a rivalry, you know, like everybody in that fan base that's, you know, 20 plus years old is going to be ready for that fight. So yeah. that'd be sweet. And I actually really want I would figure with the, um, you know, we still don't we're, we'll have that conversation at some point, um, you know, later on. But I'm still curious to see how they're going to segment the um the teams out into like divisions because I'm wondering if it's going to be, you know, just the two, if it's going to be, maybe they do like some kind of weird four where they have a crossover. Um, it'll be but, weird because with Texas and Oklahoma still in, that's where I'm really curious to see how that shakes up. Now they don't have to do divisions anymore though. Like that, that rule got that yeah, got mixed. So maybe true. they just won't do it. And they'll just do like this four, like, you know, pick two, like, dead rivals like UC would yeah. play West Virginia and UCF every year and then do six or six or seven. I think we're playing uh, nine conference games. So you just play right. seven other teams, but yeah. I don't know, man, like whatever they do, just, just get me in there. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. No more AAC. This is our farewell tour. <laughs> Justin and I are talking about making shirts that say farewell tour on them for the football. Yeah. <laughs> suit. So we'll, we'll figure that out if that's feasible, but um, I don't know. I, Whatever you need. Um, I, I would say, though, Justin, my other one that I'm mm-hmm. interested in, 
I would kind of be interested in going to Oklahoma State. Uh, just because like, yeah. of, like uh, how I think that's going to be the biggest stadium in the conference after um, Texas and Oklahoma leave. So um, I would probably like be interested in going there, seeing the paddles and all that stuff. I think that'd be yeah. pretty neat. Um, other than that, like, I guess a secondary one. Um, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to change it. I, I, I w- <laughs> we want to go everywhere. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oklahoma State is definitely my clear cut. Like other one, I would want to yeah. go to behind West Virginia. Number three, though, BYU. I've heard BYU is yeah. just a really beautiful scenic landscape for football. And just, I mean, like you look at the pictures of the stadium, like the the back set. It's like you know going uh, to what PNC Park. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, but it's mountains and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, just there's also this bakery there that apparently makes really good. They're called Cougar Tails and they're this like kind of like an idea of a bear claw or something. So huh. any local bi- businesses in Big 12 country <laughs> that want to like have us out and fly us yeah. out there, come on. I don't oh, know yeah. why you would pay a Cincinnati fan to come visit yeah. <laughs> you. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll really hit our stride for some reason. Well, Bearcats are going to go to the CFP again, and Steve and I are going to be, uh, we'll we'll streak on the field or something. You we'll damn right, very popular. Nobody wants to see that, but <laughs> I'm flying down from the second deck and just going nosedive. <laughs> <laughs> you have to parachute in, parachute in, just like the Bearcat, just like the bear, and like the guys before the game. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing me, I'd probably end up like the Bearcat. Uh, what was that? <laughs> 2009 game i feel i can't yeah. remember who we were playing yeah you got, got hung up, up on the uh on the, on the ropes pole, yeah. Yeah. yeah man that was crazy i remember watching that live and i thought i was like this guy's gonna die <laughs> like I a little mean, kid me i was like he's gonna fall like 40 feet down and he's gonna yeah, die. <laughs> yeah. You, you're worried about that shit yeah so that's that would but, be another that's a good pot idea for a future one um what precarious situations has the Bearcat been in? And we need to bring on our yeah, uh, buddy well, Chris. We, we know our buddy Chris. Yeah, he's yeah. the mascot coach now. So yeah, we, but we we're gonna we gotta talk to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, so transition real quick while we're kind of on the Big Twelve. Uh, this is a little bit of a skirt to the side. Um, I wanted to bring this up. Football recruiting, like we said, we're in seventh right now. Basketball, we're still sitting in the thirty range. It's not going to flex much. We still have more time to come. Um, you know, just with adding more recruits, but we're at 33 right now. Um, but the big fish, big fish on the line. We got him Rayvon Griffith. That is the conversation in the house for basketball, uh, officially committed May 1st. Um, he'll play his senior year in Arizona before he comes back for the 2023 season. Um, and I'm seeing what you're, what you wrote here and actually, Cause you wrote 21st and I'm wondering, cause I'm just looking at two, four, seven. Was that from the same thing that you're looking at or you're looking that, at that? That was what I was looking at, but it wasn't a very complete list. Like after a while, it was just like zeros next to teams and they, because okay. they only had one commit. So it could definitely be like a not, not real thing. I, but like somewhere within that twenties to thirties range, like, because we're one of the few teams that has a ranked commit. On gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. No, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm not intelligent. Uh, that is the 2023 ranking, which officially, you know, throwing Rayvon on there does make that 21st. Oh, I'm looking you were at 2022. thinking 22. Oh, I'm thinking okay. this season. Um, gotcha. But even so, you know, be at 33 for this season, still a pretty solid number two. So, Steve, yes, you are correct. That is uh, the correct number. We are at 
33, which is uh, 21, which is higher than 33. So, uh, you know, all things looking good there. We um, did take math at UC, folks. Just yes. So give us some credit. You know? I took one class. I think I've taken two math classes since probably like my junior year of high school. Um, and I was also in a five-year program at UC. Um, so I and a year out of school now. So if you do the quick maths, it's been like two math classes over the past seven years. So not very fresh in my mind. Don't ask me. Cut them some slack, people. Come on. (laughs) Anyways. um, Yeah. So things things are looking up there. Um, I did see a video come up recently. Um, There's been some work uh, with the uh, with the monster man himself. uh, UC strength coach. He's been cranking out. He's getting some guys in the gym. It's nice to see uh, some of the younger, fresher faces for basketball as well. Um, Be nice just to see those guys turn into absolute Hulk monsters. Um, and that'll be cool also because I um, saw another video where we've got pretty much the whole team lined up. And it is interesting to see because they were all there for uh, one of the camps. I don't remember what camp it was, but they were there and like you see all the guys and it's cool to see some of the fresh faces in there, um, especially with some of the transfers like uh, with Rob and um, some of the other guys. So it'd be cool seeing how this shakes up. I'm really excited for like, November to talk basketball too. Obviously, we're all going to be more excited for football. That's the biggest topic, but um, you guys know I love my basketball. So, well, basketball, I mean, like that's what everybody's like grown up with. With you yeah. see, if you're a 90s kid or like even a late 2000 or early 2000s kid, you know basketball. Yeah. So, although I would say now that there, there are a lot of students that are just knowing the football team more. Yeah, that's true closely but to me it's still basketball like we still are like just fully basketball so yeah um but yeah i'm excited about that too like i think i really think this could be another year where it might be down for a little bit but it's still a year two and it definitely feels a lot brighter of a year two for uh for our man wes miller than yeah. for uh burner man himself john brandon so you know, yeah like we, I, I'm trying to take positives out of that. <laughs> well, I have, I, I have one question for you while we're on this before we uh, transition out. Um, if you had just the blind outlook right now, don't have to go into conversation on it, but blind outlook right now, what are you expecting, uh, you know, record wise? Because this will be our farewell tour in basketball as well. Yeah. So, what are, you, what are you expecting to see, you know, out of us, you know, I guess end of year result? So I'm hoping for like another 2021, 20, 22. I'm not expecting tournament tournament this year just because mm-hmm. I don't think we're at that level yet. And there's still going to be some good teams in the league. Obviously, Houston's going to be good. Yep. Wichita will probably rebound. Um, and the, there's another a couple other teams like Temple was like not terrible last year. Yeah. Our our favorite two lane green wave yeah. like <laughs> under Coach Ron Hunter. They're getting better, but I, I think just the talent we're going to have and just getting all these guys to have some chemistry together. I, I think we'll end up in the 20, 21, 22 range. It'll be a tough start to the season because we've got a couple hard games and then we go to Maui and then we have Xavier, which will be at home, which is nice, but uh, finally, yeah, I know. (laughs) And fun of a full crowd. So I'm looking forward to just how this team plays again in non-conference because you to me, you can't really take out much out of non-conference uh, of conference play for us because it's a lot of teams that aren't really that great and going to make us better. But just the fact that we have DDJ coming back is great. Yeah. For us. And no kidding. Like, 
Yeah. And uh, Rob Finnessy coming back, uh, coming over for his last year. Still mm-hmm. got um, Mike Adams Woods. You got like you know, a couple of the new guys, Skillings, Reed, uh, Tolentino coming in. I'm really excited to see just the young guys start playing. But yeah. I'm I'm not really expecting much, probably 2021, 20, 22. And then um, we don't play in that shit. So uh, <laughs> we're, if we're not going to the NCAA, apparently we don't play in that, which yeah. I've seen the Bearcats in my lifetime play in <laughs> those shit <laughs> so i don't know it's that that line still sticks with me a little bit like i just i still don't like it but yeah see see i, I agree with that because i still don't like it either but at the same time i do like it in a way because i like that west does not accept the you know you you that's that should not be something that you look forward to like you you played your ass off yes or no but at the end of the year you know like you want to be you want to feel like you earned it and not like you got a, you know, just an invitation. Like we're not hanging any NIT championship banners in fifth yeah. third arena, baby. <laughs> Personally, I think uh, this will be a bubble year for us, but I'm still expecting that we probably won't make the tournament, but I'm hoping that we do as we all will. Uh, but I'm, I'm right there with you. I'd say I'm, I'm going to push 20. I'm going to push 22. 23 is going to be my number. I'm hopeful yeah. that we'll get a couple more of those like stupid, losses off the board that we had last year clean up mm-hmm. some things like guys are gonna have better chemistry together gonna have a lot of vets on this team too i have to keep yeah. that in mind um and i also I, wonder if like the just some of those other teams losing like their fifth or sixth year guys that they had from covid will help us out at all yeah. just because we've got we still got a couple guys who've had those extra years and yeah for sure um, so maybe that'll help and like I, I also just kind of want to see too what jeremiah davenport becomes in year four like no kidding I mean, he definitely had some moments last year where he was the hottest guy on the team. Like the Illinois game was his game. And <laughs> yeah. like, you know, just him mean mugging uh, at the Illinois guys was even like the Memphis best part of the season. Yeah. Memphis like those, those lights out games. Like if we, you, you know, you're not going to get that every night from even your best player on, you know, if you play for Duke, you're not going to have that every single night, but having just the drop off nights where you're Oh, for eight Oh, for seven from three, those kind of things, you know, three points in a game, that kind of stuff. I want that off the board completely. I think JD will clean his game up a lot. And I think, um, you know, hopefully the off season will really help kind of mold that a bit better and we'll see cleaner. But, uh, anyways, uh, we don't want to linger on that too much longer. We got a last couple things for you. We're making it a quick, tighter episode. Um, so NFL draft results kind of bouncing, pinging around here. Um, but, uh, sauce went to the jets at number four, huge, huge get for the Bearcats. This is all obviously old news at this point. Um, but Des to the Falcons, Pierce to the Colts, cook to the chiefs, Bryant to Seahawks and, uh, plenty other to go around. But those are, you know, pretty much the key ones that we've really, um, focused in on here for today. Um, specifically, Des, I mean, obviously sauce is going to, you know, sauce is going to jump right into a starting role. Of course, Des, I think has some competition, but I feel like kind of the conversation that I'm picking up online and from other, you know, areas is that Des is going to start. Hopefully, um, I think Pierce is going to make some headway, you know, he'll probably end up being in the secondary. I don't know if he'll necessarily start, but he got pulled off the board pretty early. And he was their guy. And it's based on the conversations that we've heard listening to the draft call-ins. Um, that's, I think that's a key thing to listen to, just the conversations that they have. Listening to how they talk to Alec is just like, I think he's going to be a stud there. Um, 
And of course, Cook, Bryant, and you know, I, I, I really want to see Kobe play. I'm so excited to see Kobe play. Like Steve knows this, and you guys probably all have heard me talk about it plenty of times. But like Kobe's like my fa- was my favorite player from this past year's team. Like he's just so much fun to watch, and I think he's just kind of the under the radar guy. Slipped pretty far back in the draft too, a lot farther than I thought he would, but still got picked up. And I think you know Seattle's a great place to be. Uh, what is it? Uh, Maybe we can get the new House of Boom. Is that what it? House of Boom? Is uh, that, Legion is that right? of Boom. Legion of Boom. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Legion of Boom. Maybe we can that's get the right. new one in there. Um, so that'll be cool to see how that turns out. But I, more than anybody, obviously excited to see Des. I want to. I just want to see what he does. Yeah, uh, and they. Uh, I think the they go to Cincinnati. Uh, the the Falcons go to the Bengals at some point this year too. So yeah, a little homecoming for Mr. Ritter. I'm excited to see that. I think he comes out to Arizona. So I might just have to make an exception <laughs> and just go out just to see him because if yeah. he's starting, like I would wear all my UC gear and go see him. But right. um, I think also too, like I think Brian Cook's going to probably going to start right away. If not be like one of those main guys, because yeah. the chiefs cut uh, uh, Tyron Matthew and, their other guy, uh, I think Joe Bur- uh, Jamar Chase is still running past him uh, <laughs> a- after the AFC. As we speak. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sorensen uh, is probably not going to be on the Chiefs anymore. But I do think Brian Cook has a shot. And uh, I think, like, obviously, Dez has a shot. Uh, Kobe Bryant is getting a lot of profiles written up about him and how he was kind of underplayed as uh Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he won the Jim Thorpe award, everybody yeah. looked at sauce and he was kind of like, look, like I'm ready to show that I'm, I'm legit. I'm the guy. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch all of these guys. And like, I, maybe they like, maybe even like my J too becomes something for the Cardinals just on the outside edge. Like, yeah, I, there's, there's a lot of potential. And just the fact that we got nine guys drafted still is still crazy to me. I know that. And it's and still, even more guys picked up too, you know, some of those undrafted yeah. free agents too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, all around, I mean, this is, hopefully this is the kind of stuff we're turning out every year. Well, and then we forgot to talk about the main guy sauce. He's definitely yeah. going to be slotted <laughs> in starting corner. Uh, I mean, I would love to see Gardner Island, uh, be come up in yeah. New Jersey after they had Revis Island for so many years, yeah. like sauce Island. I would love that. I think he's just going to be awesome in the NFL because as long as he retains his speed, he's just got such long arms for a DB that he's going to be able to bat stuff away, even like get fingertips on it. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I mean, and that's the thing too, with sauce. Like he's just such a freak athlete, like, and just hustles for every play. That'll be really cool. And you know, this will probably be, I've never been like a diehard NFL guy. I love Bengals, watch the Bengals every single week, but I'm probably going to be tuning into a lot more games than I usually would. I usually throw a random game on. It always used to be, you know, oh, Tom Brady's playing tonight or some random like big matchup between, you know, whoever and whoever is on. Why don't we just throw it on? But I think this year I'm really going to be watching because we've got so many guys and so many different teams. Um, it'll just be cool to tune in. And, you know, honestly, with the amount of guys we got drafted, you could probably build a fantasy team with about 70% Bearcats on it. Yeah. Uh, if you really wanted to, um, that'd be, that's always a good way to track them too. Um, but as you know, you know, you could track them on a fantasy team or you could just come to Viva the Cats and we'll track them for you. We'll track uh, <laughs> for you. We'll take care of it. Speaking of tracking players and uh, tracking results, football betting outlook. Steve, what do you got for us? All righty. So there's two lines out right now for your Bearcats. The first one, to overall win total this year. So recently, the win totals have been 6 in 2018, 8 in 2019, 
2020 was weird, but I think it was seven. And then last year it was 10 and a half hit every year, obviously. Yeah. So I think even like 2019 was like seven or eight. And uh, like, I think everybody who was saw that was like, yeah, you got to take that. That's yeah. easy money <laughs> for this team. So this year, the Bearcats are uh, projected to win nine games by, uh, I got this line from DraftKings, with uh, the under being even money and the over being minus 120. So kind of even odds on both sides. But what do you think about uh, nine as the number? I, I kind of like it. I like it too. I mean, I think that I think that makes it tough. But at the same time, I you know, I, at the same time, I mean, it's the stock that keeps paying its dividends. Like, you know, yeah. if you're going to, if you're going to throw money on, on anything, you're going to go into the market. All right. Microsoft, Apple, I can put my money in. I'm going to cash out. I don't have to worry about it. The whole market could crash and I'm still going to make my money at some point. Don't need to worry about it. I think the Bearcats are the same way. Nine, I think is just, it's a, it's a simple short number. I wouldn't worry. And I'd put I, the money I, on it. I, I, I'm I'm trying not to be cocky here, but I, I feel good about like 11 of the games we have on the schedule. Yeah. And the only one I am kind of like on the fence on, which will lead me into my second betting point. The Bearcats are currently a touchdown underdog as they visit really? the Razorbacks of Arkansas in wow. Fayetteville, September 3rd. So I think that's probably just a little bit of SEC bias and home bias. And right. Arkansas was pretty good last year when they were rolling, but Hey, we've seen this UC team go in as a road underdog before and uh, come yeah. out on top. Uh, 2018 UCLA, go find that game yeah. uh, if no you want to want to see one. Uh, we were 17 point underdogs that day, but um, Shoot, you know the what? Betters were angry that day. <laughs> yeah. It, well, and some of them are probably very happy. <laughs> well, and I'm just not used to us being a favorite, so I'm cool with being an underdog. Yeah. Uh, last year for the Notre Dame game was weird that we were a favorite. I was definitely thinking like, oh, Notre Dame's the home team; they'll get. The Bearcats covered as a two-point favorite at Notre yeah. Dame. So uh, what do you think about being a touchdown dog against the Hogs? You know, I, I'm still I'm still kind of on the fence about that one, too, just because it is a road game and it's going to be the first game. You know, there's scrimmages and here and whatnot, but it's going to be the first game that the Bearcats play without Dez, first game that you play without Sauce, without Kobe, without all these, you know, studs, without guy like Jay who can, you know, beat anybody straight out that line, like so fast, like you're, you're losing a lot of that. And I think we're going to be reaching into our pocket a bit more. We're returning a lot of guys, obviously, but I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think that's the one game that concerns me. I feel like we could start out. zero and one and cruise through the rest of our schedule, but that's the game obviously that worries me. Um, I would not be, I'm not going to put money on that game. I'm just going to watch it and, you know, pucker my cheeks and just hope that everything goes well <laughs> yeah yeah just just be worried so yeah well justin know. should we uh should we look to wrap this up with yeah. one more thing sure thing so uh, i just have a quick little blurb uh I, tonight as you as you're listening uh I, tonight for us is going to be the nba draft so yeah. uh, one of the kind of memes on on twitter for each nba draft night is what comparisons they come up with for the current draft guys to older or newer guys. So I kind of wanted to go through a little funny, like you see Twitter accounts comparison. Um, And this is to other Twitter accounts. This is not to like players or anything. So I got three for you. If you're okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Number one, this is pretty obvious. 
the guy who's breaking all the news, busting down all the leads, <laughs> getting all the stories. That's our man, Justin Williams. He is Adrian Wojnarowski of UC Twitter. <laughs> Woj go. bombs are Williams bombs on yeah. UC Twitter. So um, I don't think he's going to be breaking any draft uh, news tonight. I don't think any Bearcats are going to get drafted. So <laughs> probably in the draft. That <laughs> yeah. would be shocking. But um, number two. <laughs> That, those yeah. are some long odds. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Maybe I'll get drafted. Who knows? I am tall. Uh, <laughs> second one. Um, so this guy is kind of like a volume shooter. He gets at everyone. He's in your face. He's in your ear. He's letting you know everything. Mr. Chad Brendel is Draymond Green on these Twitter ah. streets for UC Twitter. If you come across Chad Brendel on the Twitter streets, you better be ready for a response. Yeah. And a cool tweet response at that. Because he's coming for <laughs> blood. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just slide this in here. Uh, maybe. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Maybe he's not that petty. But KD, uh, a runner-up uh, fan. I, okay, comparison. Okay, I kind of like that. I don't know if Chad has any burners, but I, yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't know. I, I mean, I could see it. You never know. <laughs> that's a good one. I, yeah. So, and then the new media. The the new media. I, I I guess you could call Chad new media. I don't know. Uh, okay. And then the third one, this guy, he's really just passionate about three things. He's passionate about Bearcats football, Bearcats basketball, and Armando Baycott. Justin <laughs> Justin Hiles, you are the UNC fan. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. You are. I don't really have a good comparison for you, Justin. I would say probably that you are like the uh, one of the NBA Twitter guys that is just like how do guys not know about this guy yet this guy is awesome <laughs> so i would say you're the perfect like uh finding the diamond in the rough nba twitter prospect guy sounds good i'll take it <laughs> that's steve, a compliment by the way steve you are um uh burner man five six four five two three four uh i do like to get in fights <laughs> no. that is completely fair no, I think it's kind of fair, honestly, Justin. Like, I feel <laughs> to a degree it is, but I feel I feel like you actually have some more uh, educated background to a lot of what you say too. So um, I, I can't think of one now. Maybe I'll have one ready for you next time. I didn't think about that, but that's okay. Uh, that's okay. I just kind of thought of that last one on the spot. I had the first two ready to go, but like I I would say you're probably like a Jonathan Gavoni of 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 okay. UC Twitter. You know, you you know what we're what you're looking for. You can talk to the NBA teams, and then you're trying to tell everybody about the praises of Armando Baycott, and I do appreciate that. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, Armando, man, I would give my right arm and leg to uh, have him come play for the come Bearcats. to Cincy. I don't know the cats, baby. Please just pay him. I know he wants to stay at UNC and it makes sense. Hey, Wes Miller is right here. Like he's you know. it's a North Carolina guy. He's a North Can Carolina guy. Can we trade? Guy. Can we trade someone to them? <laughs> okay. Uh, who's who are you gonna trade? Who are you gonna trade? No, don't, don't uh, do that. You're gonna piss no, me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, we're gonna we, trade we the whole team spot. for Armando Bacon. <laughs> we got an extra roster spot. Put him on there. Yeah. He's gonna well, have to earn his way up as a walk-on, you know. But yeah, I, th- I think he'll I think he can figure it out. I think that's fair. You know. I, I said this before and I'll say it again. Five Armando Baycots are going to win the national championship and probably make a run in the NBA playoffs. If you put five of them on the, on the floor, but I that is just it. my personal love for Armando Baycott. I like the guy a lot. Uh, also a uh, real quick shout out to the nasty natty TBT team. They're playing soon yes. at Xavier. And there's also an alumni crosstown shootout coming up in July. too. Oh, there we go. So shout we, out to those guys. We'll have an episode for that for sure. 
uh, I would love to get a former player on, so maybe we can figure that out. That'd be sweet. So, yeah, we'll have to figure um, it out. And then also uh, shout out to the Reds for their bullpen being the worst bullpen in MLB, but them not <laughs> not being the worst team in MLB. So pop the champagne, Justin. Yeah, we're not the worst. Shout out uh, the Tigers who are also not great. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I would like to just say this. Uh, this will be my last point uh, for today's episode is that the Reds were projected to win like what? Uh, 21 games on the year and we're at like a cool 23 and 45 or 40 what 46 now that we just got uh ass blasted by the fucking dodgers uh 10 to 5 so um yeah as someone who <laughs> bet on reds over 73 and a half wins i'm not i'm not having a great time Ooh, that is yeah. a tough bet seven to game take. losing skid is not really helping me I don't, I don't know if you're going to be able to catch up on that one, Steve. You're going to have to hope that we get uh, half the Mets and Dodgers roster to have a shot at that. <laughs> Which and I don't even think we then will, we'll find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. We could honestly, we could have the payroll of the Mets and we still wouldn't know what we're doing. I believe we'd, it's we'd, a franchise top to bottom problem. So we'd ruin it. We'd ruin it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Uh, it's been a little while. Uh, might be a little while again before our next episode. Uh, summer doesn't always produce the most amount of information to uh, talk about, but we'll see you when we see you. So again, thanks for tuning in. We'll come uh, back for media days. We'll we'll, media days. we'll we'll do some stuff. That's a good idea. Find us after media days. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Steve, you got anything else for us? No, man. Go Bearcats. This has been a fun summer, even though there's not been any games played. There's been a lot of new people coming to the University of Cincinnati, and I am really appreciative. It's always a great day to be a Bearcat, as our friends over at the, uh, well, I forget what the pod is, but uh, one of the other Bearcat pods says it's always great to be a great day to be a Bearcat. So I agree. It's a great time to be a Bearcat. Season tickets are sold out for this year. Yeah. Nip's going to be rocking for six games. Like It's going to be an awesome fall. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to football season. 71 days away, 70 as you're listening. There you go. Well, again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm Justin. Steve is Steve. <laughs> and That's we me. will see you guys later. Always remember, Viva La Cats. Sports Social Podcast Network.